0: Yeah, good afternoon, good afternoon, what's up? It's Monday, the start of a new week, and I'm glad to be here. I thank God for waking me up today, and you should be thankful that you're alive as well. Thankful that you was able to walk, thankful that you was able to brush your teeth, all of that, like it's it's life, you know what I'm saying? Glad to be here. This is another segment of Ray's Podcast. And for some reason, everybody wants to get blown out on the weekend. (laughs) What it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I got to say, then join a debate. Now, on Saturday, the Cavs did exactly what their slogan means. They did whatever it took to win game three which was a must-win game because if they would have went down 0-3 to Boston, it could have been a sweep. And that would have looked bad for LeBron James' legacy. Now, when I'm wrong about something, I will be the first person to say I'm wrong. You can get mad. You can give me low stars. You can do whatever you want to do. But when I'm right about something... Come on now, not just me, that's anybody. When somebody write about something, you know, give them their props. So give me my props. To be real, though, I don't even want, you know, all the credit for it because I believe everybody knew that the Cavs were going to win game three. That was a no-brainer unless you are a big LeBron James hater. The Cavs won game three on Saturday with a team effort. Everybody showed up and played their part. LeBron James did not need to go crazy like how he does every single night. The Cavs won 116 to 86. Good God. 40. 40 points. LeBron only took 12 shots. 8 for 12 from the field while having 27 points. Slight work. George Hill came alive in the nighttime and was balling in the first quarter. And you know, that's where the beating happened. JR was back doing JR things, Jersey. Kyle Corver and Love did what they had been doing, you know, this whole series. The Cavs scored 32 points in the first quarter and they never looked back. Now, Jason Tatum, the rookie, he had 18 points for the Celtics, but (laughs) that wasn't good enough. The role players from Cleveland knew it was time to step up. And when their backs were against the wall, they did it. Now, the last three times LeBron James has trailed 2-1, he has won the series. He was down 2-1 to the Pacers in the first round this year, and he won in seven. In 2015, he was down 2-1 to the Bulls in the semifinals. In 2015, that was in 2015, he won in six games. He was also down to the Pacers in 2012 when he was with the Miami Heat. I y'all remember that series, Paul George, David West, and all them boys. And he ended up winning that series also in six games. So now, like how I said before, if it's anyone who could be the first person to mess up Boston undefeated record while being up 2-0 in a series all time, it's LeBron James. Also, if LeBron James does come back from this, you know, from that, two, uh, from the two-one, this will be his fourth time doing that, and he will be going to the finals for his eighth time, and he will be trying to get his fourth ring. What everyone has to realize is that you can't say it's over for Cleveland until it's over. It's the first to four games, and tonight is game four. What I find funny is, if LeBron loses to the Celtics, the whole world would say. LeBron is trash. LeBron is sorry. He's not the GOAT. He's losing to a team without Kyrie Irwin and Hayward. Then when he win against them in a blowout by 40, you know, by 40, that's a whole lot. 20 points in the house to blowout too but forty points. How can you say you 40 points better than me? But when he win by a blowout, then people would say, Ah oh, man, it's the Celtics, man. they they're hurt. He's supposed to do that. Kyrie and Hayward. Not even playing. So either way, it's a lose-lose. Whether if he win or whether if he lose. Good, man. That's crazy. This is a must-win game for Cleveland tonight. Because if they lose, they will have to go back to Boston being down 3-1. And I don't think they want that. But I don't think that will happen. I think tonight will be a tough one. This would be a good game. Won't be no blowout tonight. I don't think it'll be a blowout tonight. I'm picking the Cavs to win by four to eight points, somewhere in that range. I really think it's six. I think they'll win by six or eight, but... Somewhere around in there. You know, four to eight points. I think the Cavs are winning a tough one. I don't think the Celtics will shoot bad again like that. I think this... Really, the Celtics might come out and punch them in the mouth. They might even take the lead probably in the third quarter or somewhere like that. Or maybe in the fourth. It's going to be a good game tonight. I don't see it being a blog. can't be a blog tonight. We got to see some good basketball. So don't hesitate. I have the Cavs winning. And it's not going to be a blowout. But speaking of blowouts. in the Oracle... Yesterday, on Sunday, there's a man that everybody has been getting on saying he's hurt or he's not, he's not ready, he can't play defense, even though we already know he can't play defense, or the Rockets is locking him up. We are all human. But last night, <laughs> Stephen Curry showed the world why he's a two-time MVP. The man went crazy, ballistic in the second half by only missing one shot all together. He went seven for seven and had 18 points alone in the third quarter. Curry finished with 35 points. Yeah! Where all the critics act now? I told you that man was going to get in the gym. I told you he was going to get in the gym. He had to have a breakout game And it's nice to have a game like that in front of the home crowd for the fans. Where you at? Riley Curry was lit. I ain't see Riley Curry's his daughter, in a minute. She was loving it, too. Curry was doing the shimmy. You know what I'm saying? He was back on his bully. Made a a tough layup looking at the crowd, talking about "This this my house. You know what I'm saying? Talking that talk now. I guess I got my swagger back. The Warriors won by 41. God. Lee, The Cavs win by 40 and y'all win by 41? Oh, man. The weekend was a toss-off for blowouts. The Warriors broke their franchise record with the largest victory margin. And that was with 41 points. And they also made history again by passing the Bulls. The Warriors have won 16 straight home games in the playoffs. That's tough. This is another year that they passed the Bulls in something. Last time they passed the Bulls and something, you know, it was the seventy-two win team, one seventy-three, but they end up losing the same year. But that's a whole nother conversation. Wait on that. But of course, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about Michael Jordan's team with the Bulls. Obviously, that they, they passed to clarify for everybody. But in the Bay, it was bad. <laughs> I promise you, it was bad. Kevin Durant added twenty-five points. Iggy, Draymond, and Klay all did their part as well. Now. James Harden. How are you doing, buddy? How you doing? Harden had 20 points, but that was the most quiet 20 I ever seen. Didn't I tell you, Harden, that you needed to win both games at home and you couldn't let the Warriors steal one in Houston? You failed to do that. And yeah, you had to win game two, duh, or the Bruins would have been out, going 2-0 back in the Oracle, going being down 2-0 going to the Oracle. And now game three, you and your team just look like you don't even want to be out there. I thought y'all had the momentum. I thought everybody was saying, oh, they had the momentum. There's a chance. How when you beat a team by 20 plus, what did they beat them by, 22 or something like that, and then the next game you lose by 40. So there's no momentum at all, right there, there's no momentum at all. Like I said, the the Warriors shot bad. It wasn't the Rockets that locked them up. The Warriors just shot bad. To me, and and it obviously, it obviously made sense because the next game you lose by forty when they're hitting. <laughs> so forty, good God. James Harden, you're supposed to be a leader. And Chris Paul, everybody has been praising you for making Curry fall and everything. You also had 20 points also. That ain't good enough. 20 points is not good enough. This is the Western Conference Finals. We are one round away from the NBA Finals. Curry took turns on all of y'all. And the supporting cast for Houston was nowhere to be found either. They don't get no pass either. Trevor Ariza and P.J. Tucker only had six points. Not good enough. Mabute only had three points. <laughs> Not good enough. Like, what y'all think this is? Y'all think this is a game? Y'all trying to get to the finals or y'all just y'all just want to be here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's real. Now y'all playing away. The away games is real. And they matter a lot. And game four, it's going to be the same outcome. Unless somebody step up. You know, I don't think it'd be a blowout. But, you know, I still have the Warriors winning. The Warriors could go up 3-1. And Curry has his swag back in the series. I think it's over in six, and I'm standing by it. Standing by it, I think it's over in six. You know, I think the Warriors will win the next game, go up 3-1. Rockers will win one for the fans, and then, you know, kind to wrap it up. But we're going to see. I'm going to continue to keep saying this, James Harden. Prove me wrong. But it's not only him this time. I'm not about to put it all on him because, Chris Paul, this is your first time being here. And you still ain't going off like how you did against Utah. Where's that 8 for 10 from the 3-point line CP3 at? You once said for the championship, you'll die for this. Well, you not playing like it. It ain't showing like that. Sean Livingston froze Harden with an in and out behind the back. Hey, hey, hey. You should have saw James Harden face at that moment. He knew. He done. Chance from the crowd was screaming, Warriors. Warriors, it's looking bad. It's bad, and playoff Harden is still looking the same. Are you James Harden's fans? Let me tell you something. You praise a man who is unstoppable in the regular season, saying that he's one of the most best two guards ever to play. He's a—I don't know why I've heard this before, but we all know it's not true. Um, he's a better scorer than Kobe Bryant, which he has never averaged. 35 like Kobe, but let me tell you something. In the playoffs, it really matters. All that regular season stuff don't mean nothing. There's no excuses for him. This is not Utah. This is not the Timberwolves. All them teams are scrapped compared to the defending champions. And it's looking like another year where James Harden will be home again, looking at looking at the TV, looking at the finals again. All of that Dita stuff, nobody don't care. None none of that. And don't you ever dance like that before the pregame again, silly rabbit. But that's all for the day, man. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. And and tune in to game four tonight in the Quicken Loans Arena. Boston Celtics versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James' legacy is on the line. Brad Stevens going to come back out being a great coach and have another out- have another game plan for LeBron. It's going to be crazy tonight. Is J.R. going to show up? George Hill going to play like that again? Is Al Horford going to shoot more than five shots this game? We're going to see. We're going to see. I got the Cavs, though. What it is and what it ain't. If you don't like what I got to say, then join the debate. Copy.